welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hi, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. Last week, I spoke to you about what you could be missing out on if you don't have a podcast for your business. This week, I want to talk to you about success for your podcast and what success looks like and how you can measure success. Because I think a lot of people think that you can only measure success in a podcast by the number of downloads, the number of listens. And I'm here today to tell you that is not the only measure of success for a podcast when it comes to your business. So are you ready? Good. I shall begin. It's like a bedtime story all over again. You're not going to go to sleep listening to this though, I promise you. Right. So I've come up with five Uh, ways you can measure success on your podcast. And we are going to start with numbers because that is, like I say, I think that's the thing that's in your mind right now is that you've got to have huge numbers of people listening every day. You've got to have the downloads. You've got to rank in the charts. And yes, actually, that is a decent measure of success. If you've got a huge audience that's really good. Well done. That sounded really patronising. I'm sorry, it wasn't meant to. It is a a really good thing. It's nothing to be ashamed of. In fact, you should be shouting about it and telling everyone that you have lots of listeners, that you are hitting those numbers in the charts as well. If you want to know how many listeners you have and you're not quite sure how you do it, look on the host that you use, so the host site. So I use Captivate for hosting my podcasts and their analytics are absolutely brilliant. You can just have a look and you get listener numbers, you get find out where those listeners are, all sorts of analytics and you can get really, really geeky and I absolutely adore having that little bit of a deep dive. But I want you to just, just have a think about this for a minute. Because it's all well and good getting thousands, millions of listeners, you know, getting getting close to Joe Rogan numbers, maybe. But are they doing anything but listening to your podcast? Are they doing anything else? Are they joining your mailing list? Are they becoming members of your community? Are they engaging with you? Because if they're not, what is the point? of talking to them. I know that sounds harsh, but if all they're doing is taking the free stuff from you and they're not returning the favour, for want of a better word, by being part of your community, telling everyone about you, being engaged with you, then you're kind of just shouting into the the night. (laughs) You're shouting at the moon, aren't you almost? 
I am a huge, huge, huge believer in quality over quantity. And you know what? I would happily, happily sacrifice a massive audience for a small, engaged fan club. Now, I talk about this podcast quite a lot. It's one of the ones that I, I, I work on. It's for a client, but I'm also hosting the podcast as well. It's called Purple Rainbow Pancreatic Cancer Podcasts. Now, thankfully, we don't have huge listeners because it's aimed at people in the pancreatic cancer community. And I want there to be as few people in that community as possible because it's a hideous, hideous disease. But anyway, moving on. But the people we do get listening to us are very, very much engaged. We get so much interaction. People ask to come on the podcast now and we're making an impact. People will say they've heard a story and it changed something for them. So for me, that is far better than us having thousands of listeners and nobody getting any impact from it. Make sense? So connected in a way to the number of listens is ratings and reviews. And when I say ratings and reviews, I mean the good ones. That's a great way to measure your success. Getting those four and five star reviews. The one star ones can just jog on somewhere else and uh, don't worry about them. Ignore them when they come in. But it's absolutely lovely getting positive reviews, isn't it? Especially when they're from strangers and not from your mates who you've asked to boost your ratings. We've all done it. In fact, I encourage people to do it to get those reviews because people are unlikely to leave you a review if they are the first person to do it. Daft as it sounds, it's that whole, no one puts their hand up in class, do they, until somebody else puts their hand up. So as long as somebody else has put their hand up or put their review down for you, then you're more likely to get other people to uh, have leave you a review. So getting these positive ratings is obviously a measure of success because it means you're making enough of an impact to somebody that they want to tell you this and they want others to know this as well in a public forum. I absolutely use these reviews when talking about my podcasts and you should too and when you're marketing it as well. And if nothing else, just screenshot them put them in a folder so that you can look at them on the days when you really don't want to do your podcast. It's It's been on your to-do list all week and you're thinking, oh goodness me, I've got to do that and I haven't got time to do it. And oh, I'm going to be up all night again, preparing, planning, recording. Oh, have a look at those reviews and know that you're having an impact on someone's life. And then it won't feel like quite such a chore. The next way I think is a good gauge of how well you're doing, what your successes could be, is getting a big name guest on your show. If you have an interview style show, I'm pretty sure, in fact, I'm going to say I'm 99% confident you have a wish list of those dream guests, those money can't buy guests. We're talking, you know, the top, top a-list, yeah, Michelle Obama type level of guests. Obviously, there's lots of other layers on that list as well. And that's not to say any guest who comes on your podcast isn't pretty special, but you've got a, in an A-list that, you know, that would be the dream, dream, dream. Well, getting one of those big name guests on your podcast, how much of a success would that make you feel? 
you're going to feel pretty awesome, right? Because it gives you that massive sense of credibility. You get that from having that person on your show. And the fact that, you know, that person, that big name guest wants to come on your podcast. Yeah, that is a win. And what does that tell your audience? It tells you you are pretty special. I will just give you one small little word of warning about a big name guest. And while, you know, they come on your show and that's brilliant and absolutely fantastic, don't necessarily expect to get a huge spike from them. Don't necessarily expect to get a lot of help promoting your show from them. If they are someone who's been on lots of podcasts or whose story is well heard, you are unlikely to get new people to your podcast because it's something that they've heard lots of times before. Unless, of course, you're a very good interviewer and you get something new out of them, in which case promote the heck out of that and you will get people to your show. It's also unlikely that they will share what they've done about your about your podcast on their social media or on any of their channels because they don't need to, quite frankly. They have no desire to. It's not on their radar. It's not on their high on their things to do list. But don't worry about that. The big name guest is to show off your credibility to your audience and for you to brag about to absolutely everybody, because that's what I would do. And also, you never know what connections that will bring to you. Having that connection to that big name guest, keep that relationship going for as long as you can. In fact, all of your guests are decent guests, yeah? They're all A-listers in their own way. And you never know what you're going to get from getting those names on your on your podcast. What opportunities will come your way because you've made a connection, you've made a relationship with somebody that you, you admire or you want to be in their circle. We mentioned this on last week's episode about having guests on your show. It helps to expand your network. Well, getting that guest could be the start of a really exciting relationship for you and your business and, and that guest. So the big name guests is a is a win in one way. Having the other guests could lead to all other sorts of wins. Call to actions. Now, you should be having a call to action in every episode of your podcast. Now, when you're hearing me say a call to action, you're probably sitting there going, oh, Charlotte, I don't want to tell people to buy from me every single time. I'm not here for an advert. No, you're not. But you should you should be having a call to action at the end or middle or beginning of your episode. I always put mine at the end. And my call to action is very simply nine times out of 10. Just connect with me on social media and get in touch. So it doesn't have to be a big buy my stuff. It can be connect on social media, send me a message, sign up to my email list. Make it easy and accessible for your listener to do that. And they are more than likely going to to take part in it. So if you can see that you're getting listeners signing up, you can see that you've got listeners getting in touch with you, sending that message, then I would say that is a measure of success because you have a podcast that is connecting with people and people want to engage with you because of it. So having that next level of contact, they're the ones that have started the message to you. They're the ones that have got in touch. You have permission to get in touch with them back. 
so you can start those conversations. So this is another point I always argue that having 100 listeners each week of whom 98 follow through with your call to action is far, far better than having 10,000 listeners each week, but only 50 of them connecting and engaging with you. And of course, a really obvious, really obvious sign of success is uh, getting new clients. Because quite frankly, if your podcast is for your business, then the point of the podcast is to get new clients, right? And that's okay. You are giving people value in return for this. I recommend that you ask all your clients how they found you or why they decided to buy from you. And I bet you will be surprised when how many say through your podcast or it was your podcast that introduced me to you. I then went and found out a bit more about you here or I read your blog, but I was introduced to you via the podcast. And they'll probably be podcast listeners for ages before they make that decision to buy from you. But don't worry about that because once they start buying, they won't stop because you're awesome. So when I sit down with my clients and we're talking about podcasts, podcasting, what they want to do, I always, always get them to tell me what a successful podcast looks like for them. And that's what I want you to do. How will you know if you are successful? Do you want it to be just numbers or is there something else there? It could be getting booked to speak somewhere. That could be a success for you because someone's listened to your podcast. It could be getting a client. It could be getting 100 people sign up to your your mailing list. It doesn't always have to be about how many people are listening. It's To me, it is more about the engagement that you're getting from your podcast. That is where the success lies. Thank you so much for listening to me this week. I, here's the call to action, would love to hear from you. I want to know what success looks like for you with your podcast. You can get in touch with me in all the usual ways. I'm on Facebook at Charlotte Foster Podcasts. Same on Instagram, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. On Twitter, at CF Podcasts. Or as you well know, I am at Charlotte Foster on Twitter as well. But at Charlotte Foster Twitter has a lot of cats and running and rugby because rugby's back. Yes. Stay safe and and I'll look after you next week. Stay safe and I'll see you, hear you, talk to you next week.